Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Auto Central, South Africa's number one motoring podcast. My name is George Mini, and as usual, joined by none other than One D Le Sishi. How's it, One D? Not too bad, not too bad. It's another week, so I'm just glad to be here talking about cars with you again, George. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. So uh, uh, we are coining this episode this week, the 2021 Thus Far episode, and we'll unpack the 2021 Auto Trader Mid-Year Car Industry Report, focusing on how consumers are now shopping for cars. And then next, Martin Pretorius will be joining us uh, in studio, or should I say uh, on Zoom, um, to unpack the most popular VW Tiguan, uh, as coined maybe the GTI of SUVs. And then lastly, we'll, as usual, be answering your uh, questions on our Ask Auto Trader platform. So, Wendy, uh, getting into it, how was your weekend? Um, yeah, I had a really good weekend. I didn't do much. I just got a new system. So, um, not for music, for just my games. So, yeah, I was pretty relaxed. You're that a gamer. The, the agenda. I am a gamer. Well, I wouldn't say I'm a gamer. I just enjoy playing like games and stuff. Oh, okay. um, so, yeah. Awesome yeah, stuff. Yeah, how was your weekend? Yeah, no, it was good. No racing. Um, so I couldn't watch uh, Hamilton lose. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, you can watch him win in two weeks' time. So, <laughs> um, uh, and um, Otherwise... Uh, yeah, if uh, you know, don't forget if you're watching the, the the YouTube stream, don't forget to just comment and hit subscribe, um, and tell us what you guys think about the show, so we can just carry on making more content that's uh, more focused to what you want. Exactly. Subscribe, hit the bell icon, and comment, comment, comment. Tell us what you you want to hear. So, getting right into it, the 2021 thus far episode, and how and what are South African consumers shopping for when it comes to cars? So, so Wandi, yeah. you know, in this year's uh, Auto Trader uh, Car Industry Report, or should I say, mid-year industry car industry report, um, what are, were there any big surprises? Yeah, there's always a surprise. Um, one thing that we can always count on is consumers being kind of robust and, and changing as things change in the markets. Um, and it's no different this year. Uh, two things that were spotlighted for me, which I found really interesting, was the fact that used cars are getting more expensive. Um, it's a trend that's not just in South Africa. It's globally, we're seeing the exact same thing. So it's interesting to see that um, that's happening. And we, we think the biggest cause is just the huge demand in used cars in the market. Um, and then another thing that I, I found really interesting is that the EV sentiment is changing. I didn't think it would be changing so quickly, but it appears that people are being a little bit more open to the idea of EV cars. I don't know if there's anything else spotlighted for you. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think the, the the reality of the, um, the situation the situation in South Africa is that uh, used cars are becoming um, more expensive, um, and that's not because of price increases. It's really just an economic demand and supply issue, yeah. and that uh, new yeah. cars uh, are falling. People are opting for used, which means that demand for used is going up. The stock is not really growing because uh, there's not that many new cars sold. And so the yeah, feeder yeah. into the new used car market is uh, is not great uh, um, and and low, um, and that is a recipe for price increases. I've been saying that for about a year and a half, year especially yeah. since lockdown last year. So so it's no real surprise to me that pricing so so used car prices are going up naturally because of demand and supply, um, um, and then uh, the EV sentiment. I'm I'm loving the fact that uh, the EV sentiment's getting better from a consumer point of view. So uh, the 2020. 
you one um, auto trader mid-year car industry reports. Covers the first six months. Um, so those are the numbers we'll be talking about uh, in the show. Um, first six months of the 2021 year and contains all things, facts, figures, demand, supply, and, uh, um, you know, and a couple of other uh, nuggets that you may be interested in, in this ever-changing automotive consumer shopping market. Um, and we look mm-hmm. at how people are changing their behavior. And uh, um, so let's look at six key findings in this 56-page report because we don't have time to read the entire thing. Um, so the first interesting thing for me is uh, um, we've hit a record high when it comes to vehicle searches, 319 million searches in the first six months of 2021. How does that strike you? Or what? It's like a 44% increase or something something around those numbers. I mean, it's it's insane. And I think even though we're seeing the you know prices of vehicles going up, the fact that demand is high um, is safe. It's it's not it's not saying that people can't really afford it or people won't be able to afford the car because we are seeing that the demand is steadily climbing. So that's not really a concern now. Um, but for the markets and the industry, it's just great to see that uh, consumers are not letting this you know this pandemic or lockdown slow them down from their daily lives. Exactly, and I mean j- just putting that three hundred nineteen million in context. Um, if you just kind of do the maths, it's 35,800 searches per minute on autotrader.co.za and getting down to per second, guess what? 597, almost 600 searches per second. Sit back and yeah, think about that yeah. for a second. On autotrader.co.za, there are 600 searches per second happening. Um, you know, and that's a blended 600 searches per second if you just, you know, use time. Um, and obviously yeah. search fluctuates depending on the time of the day, but, uh, on exactly. average, it's 600 searches per second. That is mind blowing. Absolutely mind blowing. It is. For context, since we started recording this, it's been what, like almost 200,000 searches have happened. Yes. Uh, just in this time, in this, well, technically, if you had to average it out. Um, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's astounding to see that, uh, people are still just shopping for cars and, you know, we love it. We always in a, Try and support that. Exactly. So, most popular brand, model, and variant. What is the most popular brand searched for on Autotrader? Still is the BMW. It still proves to be the most searched for brand. Um, and it accounts for around 13% of all total brand searches. So, you know, I think there's uh, there's not that many brands, uh, just under 200 in South Africa, cars specifically. So, for them to get 13% uh, just shows you the prowess and the the sort of, I guess, performance that the, the brand is, is enjoying in South Africa. Well, I mean, if you if you look at uh, you know one brand in BMW being one brand in two hundred, uh, you know that effectively is a half a percent. So exactly. half a percent um, of the number of brands yeah. in the country is getting thirteen percent of all searches. Now that doesn't translate into thirteen percent of sales because when you get to yeah. kind of inquiries and sales, a very different picture. So is it aspirational? Yeah. Is it aspirational that th- people are searching for BMW? I think so. Um, I think it's it's also fair to consider that it's a benchmark. So people kind of, that's the bar that they want. And then they kind of compare um, above or below what they were thinking of originally. But we know that consumers, you know, as soon as you go down the final um, or the, the search final, things change. Things are continuously changing. People realize, hmm, maybe I need a bigger vehicle that's going to give me a little bit more value. Um, so it's no surprise that the most searched for brand happens to be the most sold for car, or most sold new car, which is um, the Toyota Hilux. The most searched for brand is the most sold new car. 
the most searched for model. Model. I apologize. Oh, okay, the, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. I, I was, I was just saying. We were talking about BMW being the most searched for brand. And, uh, <laughs> I've, never, so I've, I've never heard of a BMW Hilux. Uh, you know, um, it's <laughs> maybe a, one day. It's like searching for a Toyota Hilux EV. Um, but yes, yeah. the the most uh, the most searched for model is the Toyota Hilux. Um, and then, uh, what is the most searched for variant? I mean, I think we can guess this one, right? We can, you know, ask me in any day and I'll be able to guess that one. It's, it's still the Golf GTI, but George, the it's important to note, the Vrpa, you know, <laughs> it's still a, a staple of South Africa, but it's important to note that that, that dominance that we've seen in the previous years, no, South Africans, they, they, they quick, they quick. As soon as a, a new, we saw last week with the last show with the Haval Jolien, as soon as a new car comes out, that's going to tick all the boxes. They'll jump ship. So we'll, we'll keep monitoring how that goes. Yep. Okay. So uh, is the GTI losing its footing in terms of variant search? Um, you know, because if we, if we go down to variant, uh, the, the VW Golf GTI still is at the top of the list at 1.6 million searches for the six months. Uh, and, uh, you know, I think it's kind of like got this little fighter brand underneath it called the Polo GTI, which has got, which took about 1.4 million searches. And then comes the Mercedes. Uh, and then in fourth place is another Golf, uh, the Golf R. Yeah. Yeah. which has got 1.2 million searches. So, uh, um, you know, there's not much between them in terms of number of searches, but there are yeah. three VWs in the top five. So yeah, that's no, six, 60% that's uh, VW. People love their, their VWs in South Africa. So so most searched for uh, a brand is uh, is BMW. Most searched for variant is uh, mostly VW, mostly the GTI. And uh, But like you say, I think the race is getting closer. It is. It is. People are considering more, which is good. Yes, they're considering more. And I think the internet causes that. You know, the internet causes uh, people to consider their options. Uh, you've got to be really yeah. on your game when it comes to your brand uh, in today's internet world. Yeah, competition breeds, you know, greatness. Um, so the more competitive it is, the cheaper it gets for consumers and the more options and, and value that we get out of it. So we're always going to uh, um, support that sort of competition within the market. Competition breeds greatness. I love that, Wandy. Like that is like the most profound thing on the show so far. Competition breeds greatness. Um, competition <laughs> for product, I think, uh, uh, breeds greatness. Competition mm -hmm. by price doesn't breed greatness. I don't think. But let's not get into a business lesson right now. <laughs> but it's that is a profound statement, and I love it. Absolutely love it. So, so talking about price, how do you determine if a used car is fairly priced? I mean, what, what are the things you'd look at? So I would look at, well, there's a few things. It's price versus everything else on the market. So I, I would like to, if I'm looking at a used car, I'd like to know how other people are pricing that same specific car that I'm looking at. I'd also look at mileage. I'd see the year model. And I'd, you know, also go back to the new car price and look at the used car price based on those three factors. Okay. I mean, I think that lo I think all of them are relevant and including the last one you mentioned, which is look at the new car price. But uh, um, I suppose it's very difficult to compare the new car price to the used car price because quite often things have changed significantly in the new car. So is the price really comparable? But uh, there's another thing that you, you know, you, you, you pulled out, um, you know, that we spoke about before the show, and that was this interesting st statistic called average price per kilometer. Um, mm -hmm. you know, give us a, give us a rundown of what average price per kilometer, um, uh, looks like. 
So essentially, it, within the methodology, we look at the average price by body type. So we look at, for instance, let's take hatchbacks. Uh, we take the buckets of hatchbacks and we look at the average prices for those hatchbacks. And then we also, to ensure that it's fair, we also look at the average year model and mileage. We then take that price and we divide it by the mileage and then we get a price per kilometer. Um, and that gives you kind of a good understanding of how body types are priced so you know if I'm getting a coupe versus a hatchback, how much more I'll be paying per that kilometer of the mileage. Okay, so this is an indication of uh, not only uh, prices, but also uh, low and high mileages. And uh, it looks to me like the coupe comes in at 15 rand 56 per kilometer when you take average mm-hmm. price versus average average mileage on autotrader.co.za uh, and uh, is two times any other vehicle. Yeah, um, it's fair to, I mean, that's, that's not a surprise at all. We know that Ferraris and the Lamborghinis and very sporty high end, um, sportbacks or coupes, um, or roasters are in that category of coupes. Mm. Um, so it's not a surprise at all. Um, we also know that they appreciate as well. They will, some of them have, uh, the capacity to appreciate over time. So there's no surprise there, but it's just, you know, very interesting to see that no matter how you splice the numbers, we always get some sort of indication of how, um, the market's doing exactly. SUVs coming in at six rand forty-two per kilometer, and double cabs at five rand twenty-three. Sedan three rand sixty-two. Hatchbacks two rand ninety-six, and the single cab at two rand, just over two rand, two rand and three cents per kilometer. The average price of a of a of a single cab is two hundred and twelve thousand two hundred ninety-nine rand, and the average mileage of the single cabs on Autotrader are is one hundred and four thousand kilometers. So, going to have a look mm-hmm. at uh, the car industry report. You can download it at reports.autotrader.co.za and uh, and do some of this. Math yourself before going to buy a car see where the best value for money is i mean it looks like for me it looks like anyway that uh the hatchback is still the best value for money easily um looking at your model as well you're getting a 2017 model um at around three rand a kilometer it's it's a steal um and that's why people just keep you know picking them up uh it's great value very cheap and fairly new Okay, so those are searches. What about inquiries? Uh, you know, what, what are the most inquired on cars in South Africa? Top three is the Toyota Hilux, which, uh, as mentioned before, is the okay, most. Okay, so where's car. BMW? <laughs> it's, it's a lot lower in the final. Um, it comes in a fourth, uh, the, the, the highest ranking one, which uh, is the three series. Fourth and ninth, right? Three series and one series. Correct, correct. Mm. So, you know, that's, it, it just goes to show you that. You know, it's, we're still a bucky nation. Toyota's still running the game when it comes to, uh, what people end up inquiring and, you know, essentially buying. Um, well, what's, so, yeah, interest, it's, it's what's interesting in terms of models that we're talking about on inquiries, in terms of models, the BMW 3 Series ranked fourth in terms of searches. Um, yeah. and then, uh, and then in terms of actual inquiries to, to, to car sellers, the, uh, the BMW ranks fourth. Um, yeah. um so it keeps its position. From a search to inquiry point of view, so I would imagine, you know, that uh, uh, that is probably one of the only ones that holds it holds its position because the one series, in terms of uh, um, in terms of searches, came in at uh, ten, nine, eight, seventh, um, but drops down to ninth in terms of inquiries. Yeah, but look at the Golf. I think the Golf is the the biggest um, 
slap in the face, <laughs> which goes from second place all the way down to sixth. So, ah. yeah. So I then, mean, so then that tells me that golf's also an aspirational search to to certain degrees. People want them, but maybe can't afford them. Or maybe realize that a range is better yeah. um, for their needs. Um, I, I think it's it's so many different things could could be the factor. I know when I'm but when you, you go from Vrupa to to diesel, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know the kids the kids uh, don't need to go it? that far sometimes. <laughs> sometimes they just need to get to the to A and B. So, exactly. Yeah. You know. um, so so as you point out, Toyota Hilux and Ford Ranger top the most inquired on vehicles. We are still a bucky nation, believe it or not. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, definitely, no surprise there. But uh, um, you know, the, the the interesting thing is that um, uh, car sellers received just short of a hundred thousand inquiries on the Toyota Hilux in the first six months of twenty twenty one. So you know, if there's a Toyota Hilux out there, it's probably going to be the one that retains its value the most. Yeah, um, it's well, two things there. Uh, we have also noted that the Hilux and the Ranger, in terms of um, the depreciation in the first two years is so massive that it could be one of the biggest reasons why people are buying these Hiluxes and Rangers so quickly. So maybe after a while, they may retain a lot of their, their, their price, but in the first two years, it's a quick buy. It's a, it's an easy win um, for anyone who's looking for a vehicle because they do pre- depreciate, mm. you know, really fast. So, and then we, and then in the South African uh, 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 industry car industry report, um, we unpack some of the EV sentiment as well as uh, inquiries on EVs uh, in the first six months of 2021 because this is becoming a big deal. So, what is the most inquired on electric vehicle in South Africa in the first six months of 2021? So, there's only five in South Africa, um, but the number one goes to the BMW i3. Um, I think a large part of that has to do with the fact that it's been in the country. Um, arguably the longest if you take out the Nissan Leaf, which is not available anymore. Mm. Um, so, you know, it's no surprise to me, at least, that the, the BMW i3 is there with 66% of total inquiries for any EV um, in the last six months. Um, and, and, yeah, and, and, carrying, and carrying just over half of, the, uh, of all EVs listed, which, uh, which you know, tells us, uh, tells us something. And then, uh, you know, in second place, the Porsche Taken, obviously, 14% of all inquiries, 11% of, uh, mm. of supply. And then the Jaguar I-Pace, uh, also just under 14% of all inquiries, but 22 or 21% of supply. So uh, there it kind of doubles the Porsche Taken in terms of supply. Uh, the Mini Cooper SE, uh, 4% of all inquiries. But ten percent of supply, and then obviously the Nissan Leaf is still uh, kicking around. Yeah, definitely still kicking around. Something that you mentioned earlier is if you take the same, um, I think it was average, uh, what's average selling price by kilometer mm-hmm. for an EV. You did a calculation there, and and uh, please, can you just tell us what the results were for the i three? Just for context, just of for context, why price is such a huge important factor with EVs. Well, let's let's take the i3 as an as an example. So uh, so we've got uh, average price of 535,292 rand divided yeah. by 34,521 kilometers. That's 15 rand 50, which kind of sits in the coupe. You know, for a little yep. a little hatch uh, a little uh sits, hatch, sits yeah. in the coupe category in terms of price per kilometer. I mean, let's not even get into the Taycan on um I-Pace. I-Pace sitting at around 250 rand per kilometer and the Taycan uh sitting in probably double 500 to 750 rand per kilometer. So uh so yeah, EV prices there's where some of the challenge lies. So what are what are South Africa's attitude towards EVs uh, before we wrap up this bit? 
Um, it's definitely changed. Um, we've kind of spoken about how um, it has changed. And, you know, in the reports, we do ask people what's the most, you know, what are the factors that's going to get them to buy an EV a bit quicker? Um, before, it was things such as charging. It was things such as range anxiety. But in the last six months, the thing that's topped the kind of the tables is safety, um, which is something that can definitely be addressed. It's, you know, it's, that's more of an education thing, more than a, a technological factor that's hindering oh. um sentiments so it's really good to see that people are opening up a lot more to evs um and it's just on to us now i guess the balls in our park to kind of you know educate people and, and put them in inside the vehicles to show them that hey you know anyone can drive an ev and your life won't change that much so ev sentiment is changing and i think one of the biggest factors in terms of concern in the south african automotive industry and uh, mm. uh you know is uh, is unfortunately used car prices rising um, and that's not because people are putting prices up it's demand and supply as i said at the beginning and uh, it's because the new car demand is down and the use and the new car demand is down mostly because of the economic environment and uh, price ri- prices rising for new car. So, you know, I think there's there's something we can do as an industry yeah. about new car or, or with new car prices, but the government has to come to the party. Uh, and we've yeah, said agreed. so all along. We need government incentives. So, uh, you know, um, on that note and, uh, and, and talking about, uh, you know, GTIs and um, – uh, Vrupa and uh, you know Bucky's and and all of those uh, those lovely things. Um, I'm going to bring in Martin Pretorius, our expert journalist at Autotrader.co.za, to um, give us some insights around the 2021 VW Tiguan, and uh, it's kind of coined the GTI of SUVs. How's it, Martin? Hello, George. Hi, Wandy. So nice hey, to Martin. be back here. Yeah. Yes, nice <laughs> to have you back uh, on this cold. Uh, uh, wintery it's gotten warm and now suddenly today it's gotten cold again wintery day but uh, yeah. uh we're not here to talk about the weather we're talking here to talk about the vw tiguan give us your kind of high level view on this tiguan right i've always liked the current generation of tiguan I, it arrived in 2016 and it was always in my opinion one of the most well-rounded products in its class now the new one is like the old one but even better. New ones like the old one, but even better. What are, what are the top things yeah. that make it better? For one thing, the connectivity suite that's available. Uh, they have really gone to work on the in-car entertainment and infotainment system to the point where you can have wireless charging, you can have wireless smartphone mirroring, all sorts of nice-to-have gadgets like that. And then also um, some other points of interest or another big point of interest is the new climate control system, which doesn't operate with rotary knobs anymore. It's all touch slide switches, Ooh. which is pretty cool. Uh, copying Tesla, are they? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this car has always been a, you know, a fan favorite. I think before the EcoSport kind of came into, into play, it was what everyone wanted. Everyone wanted the small... I guess, compact SUV. Um, do you think it's, you know, kind of going to be fighting the Jolien now, which is, you know, kind of become super popular? It's an interesting um, question. Or do you think price is, uh, no? No, not at all. The Jolien fights in a much lower category than this. In okay. fact, uh, this Tiguan that I, that I drove retails for about 250,000 rand more than the most expensive Jolien. 
So, no, they're fighting completely different classes. They might do the same thing on the box, but um, the execution is rather different. Okay. okay. Interesting, because we, I mean, we, we've got a we 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 got a very very uh, you know interesting view in the last episode. Go and uh, go and have a look at the last episode about the Jolian, uh, the Jolian, um, and uh, and now Martin says uh, you know it's uh, it's it, the VW uh, Tiguan is a is a cut above that. Well, I mean, the least expensive Tiguan starts about a hundred thousand more than the most expensive Jolian, but it has more power, X factory, and well, it has a Volkswagen badge. Um, and that actually counts for a lot. Um, we were actually very fortunate to get this specific Tiguan to review. Uh, the car was supposed to be launched to the media uh, midway through July, oh, wow. but then that event was cancelled. So instead of uh, hosting a launch event, Volkswagen sent me this absolute top-of-the-line Tiguan to review. And then only after that did I actually uh, uh, attend the press launch briefing online where they hmm. told me what was actually new. Huh. Oh, that's very so you interesting. Had some, you had some good context there before you actually went and heard the marketing. You, you actually yeah. drove the weapon. <laughs> yes. Yes, but I have to say, unfortunately, this specific specification is not the one I would recommend. Oh, was uh, it? No, you can only you can only get the two liter TSI with all wheel drive and with the R line specification, which means sport suspension and bigger wheels and all sorts of nice dress up goodies. But unfortunately, this test car also had the optional black styling pack, which adds. Uh, 20 inch wheels instead of 19 and the combination of those big wheels with their shallow sidewalls combined with the sport suspension just made the ride quality not as comfortable as i would have preferred for a car of this type that's interesting and uh, i mean tell me something martin probably off off the wall question when it comes to increasing the size of your wheels so 19 inch to 20 inch how much weight yeah. does that add to the car uh theoretically it's not supposed to add too much uh however i think with extremely big wheels like these you'll probably look at about two or three kilograms per wheel for the simple reason that they have to reinforce the spokes and they have to reinforce the rim itself yeah to make it more resistant to pothole damage Ah, interesting one because uh, you know I've, uh, I've I've watched these drag videos and uh, and the bigger wheels are just not ideal for drag racing. No, um, no. In, in in drag racing, they actually wind up the tires literally. If you look at a slow motion video of a drag racing tire, you'll see that it's actually wound up, and you can't really get that kind of flex in a low profile tire like this. But anyway, which gives you more traction, uh, I'm assuming. It does. Um, because... and it allows the car to catapult out of the, out of the blocks. But the Tiguan has another uh, trick up its sleeve in that respect. It does not need extremely flexy rubber to get out of the blocks because it has all-wheel drive and a seven-speed dual-touch transmission. Oh. And it has the same engine as the Golf GTI 7.5. Oh, so That's, that was my it... next question. Why, why, is it, why is it the GTI of SUVs? It's just engine? Well, it's the engine, it's the dual clutch transmission, it's the big wheels, it's the sporty styling bits. You know, this is the car for someone who actually wants a GTI but needs something a lot more practical. Hmm. And in that respect, this is the GTI of SUVs. 
the GTI of SUVs. I mean, that's yeah. kind of like a um, is it a, is it a term that's bantered around, or did we make it up? I made it up on the fly. You made it up on the fly. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna Google 2021 Tig One GTI of SUVs. Let's see if uh, if anything comes up. Uh, yeah. Oh, it's on Auto Trader. It must be Martin. <laughs> GTI of SUVs. There we go. Um, uh, all right. Well, I mean, this car looks amazing. I mean, uh, what, what do you yeah. feel for its styling and uh, um, oh. and exterior and imp- interior? It looks it's very so like muscly. Good. Yes. Oh, but it, it, it's so so good looking, and this facelift actually made it even better looking. The old one was slightly blockier, and this one looks a lot more sleek from the front end. Mm. And then, well, at the back, it's mostly the same, but the new headlights and the new grill and the new detailing uh, makes it look a lot fresher than the five years that it's actually been on the market. From the back, it's, I mean, it's probably the same as the, the older Tig one, but uh, from the back, it looks yeah. like a little bit of a, of a, of a hatch. Well, yeah. I mean, it is basically a big hatchback slash station wagon. Station so wagon. There's a, there's a term that I haven't heard in a while. Station <laughs> wagon. Um, okay, so uh, so what is this? Uh, what is this Tiguan going for? The four options, and that's an important thing to consider. Seven hundred and ten thousand rand. Before options, and if you fully Before fully loaded. Options. Well, this car was pretty much fully loaded with everything except, I think, the surround view camera system, and it ran up. To eight hundred and twenty-three thousand. So you're looking at a hundred thousand rand for options if you want to Rest really fully okay. fully stack it. Uh, however, I wouldn't recommend all those app, the, all those options. I'd say skip the R-line, uh, skip the R-line model. Maybe even settle for a one point four. Mm. In that case, ditch the black styling package. Um, but it looks and, so cool. It looks so cool, but it does compromise the comfort. Okay. And I mean, in a family vehicle, comfort should be more important than sporty handling or excellent looks. Okay. <laughs> well, my opinion, at least. Um, so you can add the sunroof. You can add the multi-beam matrix LED headlights. And you can add maybe the sound system upgrade. So let's say 40,000 over the standard base spec will give you pretty much the optimum configuration for a two-liter Tiguan. There we go. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, if you want to read any more on uh, this uh, VW Tiguan, the GTI of SUVs, um, or any other car for that matter, if you're searching for a car, don't miss our uh, autotrader.co.za news and reviews platform where expert journalists like Martin Pretorius give you their expert opinion. They do this for a living, you know. Yep. I always have to be careful not to call them drivers because that's not what they are. Uh, they are expert car reviewers. They sit in a car every day and they compare mix models, variants against each other, optional extras, infos, infotainment systems, uh, road noise, uh, zero to hundred. So, you know, it's quite a complicated task once you've driven a hundred cars to think back to think to yourself, well, you know, it's all starting to feel the same now, but not in their case. Uh, these guys love doing it. Go and look at autotrader.co.za news and reviews and uh, go and have a look at the reviews before you buy a car uh, of this nature. So uh, 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 finally, Martin, your score out of 10 for the Tiguan. Um, for the new Tiguan as a model range, I'd give it eight and a half. But wow. for this specific configuration, I'd give it seven. Okay. All right. So are we going for eight and a half or are we going for seven? I think we, I think should, we should go, go for four, Okay, no, you just said, yeah. Four, 
eight. Eight. Um, I can't penalize the whole Tiguan race, uh, the whole Tiguan range because of this car that was poorly specced. Okay, all right. So there we go. A VW Tiguan 2-liter TSI 4-motion R-Line gets an 8 out of 10 from Martin Pretorius. Well, uh, Martin, really nice having you uh, um, on the show, and uh, we will see you next time. Nice for, nice for being here. Thanks, George. Bye-bye, Wendy. Ciao, ciao. Well, there we have it, uh, uh, Wendy. Um, what do you think of the VW Tiguan 2-liter TSI 4-motion? Um. I don't know how I feel about it anymore, honestly. Uh, after that, Jolian, uh, all I can think of is Jolian. Jolian, 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 Where did Jolian actually rank? Uh, we've got it on the list. Uh, the Jolian actually ended up ranking at eight as well. So it's, also, it's kind of interesting to see that it's, it's still around the same area. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I know Martin says that it's, you know, it's, it, you know, different league, but this is, this is, uh, this is, you know, business. And I think everyone's your competitor if they, ultimately doing the same yeah, thing exactly so uh, it'll be interesting to see uh, as a jolian uh, gains um, you know volume in the country to see how it's actually thought of by uh, by average consumers um so that gets us into everyday people sending order trader motoring related questions all things car buying and selling so right now wandy and i will attempt to answer some of these burning questions from our ask order trader platform wandy what's the first question first question comes from zamore who's asking i have cleared my name Judgment removed and I earn uh, 15,000 rand per month. Will I qualify or do I need to create a new payment record on my credit record because it now shows missed payments? Well, Zamor, or uh, I don't know whether it's French and it should be Zamore. Um, seeing as your name is clear, the best way to ensure you qualify for, for car finance or any finance for that matter is by opening a couple of accounts and paying them on time for months on end. And doing so will finance, uh, finance houses will, doing so, uh, causes finance houses to look at you favorably. And, um, you know, what they're looking for is, is that you manage your debt responsibly. They want to see that you're not going to stuff it up again. Um, and uh, that then will lead to a better interest rate on your vehicle finance or, um, or other finance. And um, you'll get more favorable financial terms. So, uh, you know, go and sort out your, uh, your credit record. Go and pay a couple of accounts for a long period of time, month after month, on time. And and, uh, banks will look at you more favorably. You can't you can't explain your way out of this. Unfortunately, it's not a yeah. it's not a, you have to behave your way out of it. That's mm. the right way to okay. kind of look at it. I think you've got to behave your way out of it. Next question. Understood. Next question is from M. Lewis, who's stated, "I'm considering buying a beach buggy of sorts. Are there any with Isofix points and airbags? So a deal breaker is the Isofix points and having airbags. So safety needs to be, you know." Uh, a priority. Um, well, M. Lewis, uh, if safety is a priority, why take the roof off? I don't quite understand the, the beach buggy. I understand, uh, you know, it's um, uh, it's a fun car, but if safety is a priority, you know, the roof is one of the safest things to have on a car, right? Yeah, definitely, definitely, um, it'll you protect know. you. <laughs> <laughs> but nonetheless, uh, you know, most cars come with ISO fixes today, and um, the closest thing to your description is going to be the Jeep Wrangler. Because you're able to remove the the, the roof um, and still have some of the safety features that you would need in ter- in, in in case of a rollover, um, but it'll mm-hmm. probably break your piggy bank. The the Jeep Wrangler's imported vehicle and um, it uh, uh, it's going to go for a, a little bit of a pretty penny. Um, and uh, you know, beach buggies are not intended to carry families and 
boast top-notch safety features, uh, you know. Yeah. And so, you know, the modern Jeep Wrangler Unlimited will be the closest thing that you can buy off the showroom floor for a retail value of around 200,000 Rand with highish mileage, um, which would be the upper limit. Um, and um, I would suggest on setting your sights a little bit lower and maybe, you know, you should reconsider the, the, the beach buggy option. Next question, Wendy. Next question is from Spusi, so who's asked, there's a sound when I turn the steering wheel. I recently had a huge pothole while I was on my way to work and the rack end of the car was broken. I replaced the rack and the tie rod end to the side where the, where the rack end was broken. He then used the car or he then took the car to the realignment to see what's going on. But he seems to notice that there's still that sound uh, whenever he's trying to turn the wheel. Well, uh uh, so we're really sorry for your misfortune and uh, we know potholes are a nightmare especially in South Africa and uh, you know in order to keep your car in a good condition you're trying to avoid them um, but sometimes it's difficult to do that uh, and in terms of your sound did I do that right Wandy? Um, 100% <laughs> um, it sounds like something is seriously wrong even if you've taken your car to to wheel alignment and um, you know we'd without actually looking at the car and uh, you know asking our expert journalists and uh, you know experts within the industry and business we'd wager a guess that is either your lower ball joint uh, sustained mm-hmm. damage or the control arm itself is bent during the incident um, um, or that the upper strut mounting is damaged so uh, yeah. suggest so take it to the wheel alignment bay uh, ask permission to get underneath the car um, and have a look to see if there's anything bent there um, alternatively take it to uh, an OEM the dealership uh, that um, sells that particular yeah. make model in the market and, and uh, they've got much more experience in that particular car so they'll be able to tell you more than likely and uh, you know on that note um, we uh, we hope you get your sorted out <laughs> yes we do <laughs> well uh, ladies and gentlemen that brings us to the end of another Auto Central show and uh, we hope you've enjoyed it and as usual comment, subscribe, hit the bell icon I've been uh, George Mini with Wandile Sishi and we'll see you next time 